This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. How do I look? Fresh. And we are here reviewing Captain Marvel. Johnny, it is finally here. The Day of Reckoning. No, not actually the Day of Reckoning. That will be in about a month from now. Yeah, a little be, over uh, a month from now when we see Avengers Very Endgame. different Reckoning. But now the MCU train for 2019 is on a roll. We got Captain Marvel. Then we have, like I said, Avengers Endgame oh, at hey, the end of April. You. And then we have... Spider-Man Homecoming um, coming to us in July. So, MCU, it's nice to finally have a movie from the MCU this year. If you are new to the Rick and Johnny podcast, first off, this is one of our movie reviews. Usually we're talking about comic books and superheroes. You can check that out on our channel as well, mostvelopodcast.com, where you can catch everything for MVP each and every day. But this is our movie review, and if you're new to reviews, how we do it is... We start at the beginning in a non-spoiler mode, just giving us some, or giving you some information about what we thought, some general stuff. Then we give a recommendation of should you see it or not, and then we jump into spoiler mode where we spoil the shit out of the movie. And then at the very end, we give our show stealer, which is our MVP for the movie, and then also give you a rating. This one's going to be out of five Tesseracts, five Flurkins. Five scroll, maybe five scroll, five, five blockbusters, warheads. Yeah, five blockbusters. We'll figure that out at the end, but we'll give it out of five somethings and let you know our true thoughts on the movie. But before we get into everything, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. That is how you can come on and support the podcast. And also at the $10 tier, you can come on a podcast over the phone to my left. And talk about whatever you would like to talk about. But Johnny, let's get into Captain Marvel, the non-spoilery edition. And the one thing, I will start this out. Usually I kick it to you. Usually. Um, when it comes to this movie, was it good? Was it bad? It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was a good, fun movie. Yes. That's just my overall thoughts. However, and I know... I think I can get into this now without getting too spoilery. In the spoiler version, I'll obviously give examples of how this came to be. Yeah. But the one thing I kept saying on the car ride home, and you texted me after I dropped you off, and it sounded like you almost took not offense to it, but you took it as a dig at the movie when I said, this movie is cookie cutter basic Marvel formula. Like, this is, if you want to film. That is the Marvel origin formula. Watch Captain Marvel. It's got everything. And, like, you text me and you're like, so what is this formula? Because I felt like you were saying, like, how it felt to me is that you felt I was kind of putting a dig at the Some, movie. like, thing. I, I want to know what you mean. When I texted, I was like, mm -hmm. I, I needed more information on, the, like, what you mean by mm -hmm. Marvel cookie cutter formula. Because it's like, I, I can make the the... And yeah, there's a few things that aren't in mm -hmm. aren't in it when I say this. There's a lot of it just goes along the lines of this is almost to the same set of any action-ish movie trope. True. But they added like two or three of the things and to the, their, their recipe. And when you asked me that, I was like, shoot, how do I put it into words? And I actually yeah. found from Polygon... And I sent it to you because it's spot on with what I would yeah, try to say to, in my I mind. Wanted to, like, I want more of a, a reference mm -hmm. of like what you guys meant because Ron said it too. And this is what our I will say. Ron. Yeah, our friend Ron who came and saw it with us. Because they don't know who Ron is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I almost forgot to say our friend Ron. But the way Polygon put it, and they their words were a lot better than mine coming from my head. But it said, in Captain Marvel, Marvel Studios brings to bear the familiar formula of its best origin movies. Character development. Good casting, quips, decent but rarely groundbreaking special effects, and a soup con of political allegory and science fiction invention. That's what it is. Does that make the movie bad? No. no. But to someone like me who, what, this is like 18 films now of this Marvel if formula? Not more. Like, early on, Iron Man and Thor 1 and Hulk 1, they were kind of getting their footing. 
now that they got their footing, when it's a movie like this, mm-hmm. let's not take too many risks. Let's introduce this character. Then after she's introduced, then we can go ahead and take those risks. Like, yeah. Think of every other Marvel film where it was their first film. The Captain first America one is film. always going to be that way. And I'm for not our, saying for our character. And I'm, I'm not just saying stating. it shouldn't. But how many risks does Marvel take on that first introduction movie? Not many. Not Even many. Even Black Panther didn't take any risks. Changing where, thing. Where like, I walked away from that movie going, wasn't the best Marvel movie. And I walked away from this one saying the same thing. Was not the best Marvel movie. Yeah. Although it was good. They change, And I feel like that's true. They do like any introductions to like Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Thor, uh, Iron Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange even. They like hit that cookie cutter and they kind of like mm-hmm. pull it to one of the, like may almost like pull it to one of those. Whereas like this one was a lot of quips and jokes with mm-hmm. uh, obviously still the sci-fi stuff and science stuff in there. I would say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I would say up until the first Ant-Man movie, Marvel was still figuring out like what, it's true formula was. Yeah, they were trying so, to they they like they, they did really good in phase one and mm-hmm. then I know you especially you and some other ones don't like a few of the phase two movies. You know what? Screw it. I'll say this. I'll say Guardians of the Galaxy is where it started by Ant Man first the formula. because um, you think about it, phase one phase one, I don't think like this was just a let's see how it works to get to Avengers. Mm-hmm. Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man two, Thor Cap the first Avenger. Like, that was our first kind of introduction to these characters. Yeah. To where we weren't going to put a Marvel formula. Then you got Phase 2. Iron Man 3, which just followed the same formula as the Iron Man films. Thor the Dark World, hot garbage. Um, Cap Winter Soldier, good movie, but it was kind of... That set up more of a footing for what they wanted to do at Civil War, adding so many storylines and different characters Mm -hmm. into that film. To where I feel like Guardians, it was like, okay, Guardians is, okay, this is what our origin formula might look like. Ultron was obviously an Avengers film. Yep. But then Ant-Man, it's like, oh, okay, we've solidified this. This is what we This is our origin This is our origin formula going forward. Yeah. And I mean, in Phase 3, let's see, did they do it in Phase 3? Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Black Black Panther, Panther... And then Captain Marvel. Those were the four. Do you think all four of those followed the similar formula? Because I think they did. Yeah, they did. They did. So, I mean, does that make Captain Marvel good, bad? Nope. Doesn't make it bad. I'm going to say that. It's not like I'm saying it's a dig. But watching it, I felt like Mark Webber in the studio because Mark always brings it up towards like, well, you could tell it was a Marvel movie because it followed the Marvel checklist all the way through. What are you thinking about this movie? Non-spoilery. What did you kind of like and maybe not like a little bit before like mo- we get into spoilers? I actually really like most of it, and my, I'm pretty sure my mm-hmm. score is going to be higher than yours, <laughs> as it usually Perfuge. is. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, it, what you guys are right when you say it was like the the cook, the, cook, the Marvel mm-hmm. cookie cutter formula of a uh, introductory movie, which I, I can't blame them, because mm-hmm. why, why wouldn't you just do that with like some slight alterations? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're going to lean towards this in this one, whereas a lot of it was... A lot of it was nostalgia and quips is what they le- leaned on. Dude, tons of 90s nostalgia. Exactly. I was digging it. I was digging it all the way through. You and I, I don't know about Dave or I Ron, like, were like laughing. Yeah. Like we, you and I were at all like the yeah. funny little quips and like mm-hmm. stuff like that because we actually thought it was funny. Dude, like, and especially there was. I this, also, Dave and I'm not gonna Ron say were it. on the other side of you. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to wait for spoiler mode because I want you to go. If you haven't seen it. I want you to have the same, although it's not a huge reaction, if you love 90s film or 90s music, I want you to have the same reaction I had when you heard the just pop from that song play. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it until spoiler mode, but yeah, like there were even like the references in the trailer, like the blockbuster, those are like littered throughout the yeah. movie to where I almost wanted to see it a second time, not necessarily because I thought the story was so good. Because I wanted to see all these Easter eggs True. that I didn't see the first time. Not MCU Easter eggs. Just Easter eggs. Actual 90s Easter eggs. Because like I brought up to Dave after the movie, um, Lieutenant Trouble. I can't remember the kid's name. Um, Monica. Monica. Um, her age, she was like maybe, what, 11, 12? If that. In this. 
So think about it this way. This took place in 1995. We would be about seven to six years younger than that character Mm -hmm. if it was canon and we were in that universe. Yeah. That's how old we would be. 95, I was Putting it in there. We were five years old. Well, depending on the year, you might have been four turning five. Um, yeah, because you have a later, you have a late birthday. Yeah, I was four turning five. Uh, you right? Shit, and you I'm right. assuming this was a uh, summer movie or a spring movie. Yeah, because we didn't see snow or anything. But we at also the same time, it's a lot in Louisiana and Arizona-ish yeah, areas. Mean, so exactly. So I mean, it's not the most snowy of areas, but glo- <laughs> well, global warming wasn't a thing back then. Well, or so they say. <laughs> I'm glad you had that. Or so they say. Because I'm like. Ah! Or so we weren't worried about it as much back then, Johnny. I didn't hear about it at all. That's when I was true. A kid. We um, also didn't pay attention to shit like that. No, man. we didn't. Like, oh, this car, this car is destroying the universe. <laughs> and guess what? That's my kid's problem. I still don't. <laughs> but I mean, anything else you think we should mention before we go on to the I think we're mode? starting to hit the peak of like non spoiler. Okay, then I will ask you this. Yes. For the person who is sitting there. Who has not seen Captain Marvel yet, whether, let's say, they are planning to go see it. Let's say they don't know if they should go see this movie. Should they or should they not? Probably not a surprise when I say this. I think they should go see it. I think it's still a really good Marvel movie overall. I'm in the same thing. One thing we didn't talk about before that we will hit more in spoiler mode is... I was actually pleased with Brie Larson in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was one of those things where when she was casted, I was excited. Then when we saw some things in like the first trailer with the, hey, maybe you should smile, I was a little bit like, all right, what kind of a Captain Marvel are they going to get it? But they explained it well in the story mm-hmm. to why she might be like that. Yeah. Why her facial expressions might have been, and I don't mean to say this in a bad way, but might have been resting bitch face the entire time. Well, she's got a reason to be like that. Yeah, exactly. I would have the same look on my face if I had gone through everything and all the psychological things in her head. And we'll go into that into. during spoiler Exactly. Mode. I hope I didn't give out too many spoilers, but I feel like we tried not kind to. of thrown in the trailers that they had. So this is where we're going to jump into spoiler mode. This is where you guys can pause the video, go see the movie if you have not. Come back. We will be here waiting for you. We'll be kind of trapped in time. I mean, Johnny's got the time stone. Now he's got the eye of Agamotto. Um, So he can literally stop time. um, And we'll just sit here and wait for you. But go and see the movie. Let us know what you think. And now, Johnny, we are going to be in spoiler mode. Um, I don't see the green thing around your (laughs) wrist. Maybe it's not working right today. Maybe it's just not working today. I'm also, it didn't open up either, so I mean, I'm maybe on, it's not, just not working. So, um, but now we are in spoiler mode for Captain Marvel, and the first thing I want to hit, and this is a big one for me because I feel like in there's some Marvel movies where the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. What did you think? And we're gonna jump around and spoil. Oh, we mode. probably this are. isn't gonna be like start at the beginning, go all the way through. Oh, it's not. We're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do a Logan-esque thing. I almost (laughs) wanted to, and then I was like, ah, there's no need. No, we'll jump around and talk about the key points. The first thing I want to talk about is the kind of villain turn. I don't want to talk about that. I had a feeling that Jan Rog, Jude Jude Law's character, was going to be the true villain of this movie. Just because of, in the comics, what it is. He's a villainous character. Yeah. But I was not expecting the turn of, okay, we are going to have Captain Marvel help the scroll Because, like, I even asked you at the end, like, in the comics, even if it was like, oh, the Kree are trying to exterminate the scroll the yeah. scroll aren't very, like, they're not a... A they're innocent not innocent. Race, they're not innocent. No. That was, was a different type of twist. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they could... Which, fellow... Uh, Talos tried to say where he's like, hey, there's blood on my hands, too. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that's enough to say, hey, let's help these guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. And that was a that was an interesting twist. And I actually mm-hmm. had no problems with it for overall, except it did ruin something um, that they could have set up in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could go back and try and fix it, possibly. But mm-hmm. overall, they kind of 
took that off the board for the time being. And, and that would be Secret Wars. Well, and I know you're going to set that up. And yet again, I don't. That conversation, uh-huh. we're not going to get into that because the opening segment of our actual podcast. Oh, no, I'm not going to get into, into yeah. that. I'm just stating that they kind of took that off the table for I'm, now. I'm using it as a Rick way into promoting oh. on our podcast, the first segment. Johnny and I are actually going to go into depth of what the next big event should be. Yes. And Secret Wars is in that discussion. But the thing I want to throw out that I thought about, and this is going into that conversation, but going off of what you said, because when you were like, oh, they took away something but can still set it up, you're talking about Secret Wars. Yes. Because everyone and their grandmother thought, oh, this movie introduces the scrolls. And the Secret, Secret Wars is yeah. the next thing we can do. Although I'm not going to give away my point for the first segment of our podcast. Yeah. The thing that they could do is they could still come back and set up a secret war just because Captain Marvel kept the scroll alive. Yeah. Because she helped and kept them alive, who knows? They can invade Earth and Captain Marvel wouldn't even know. Yeah, well that's the thing I'm saying. They could turn around and like re like fix that situation. Because yeah. it doesn't mean like doesn't mean not like maybe just that small group of scroll like mm-hmm. we just want to live on our own. Yeah. There doesn't mean there's not more scroll out there doing mm-hmm. shit. Or doesn't mean that he's not gonna go, okay, we were able to evade the Kree. Mm-hmm. Now we can go back and fuck everything around. Yeah, basically. And we don't because know. Because another thing we don't know as well is remember at the end of the movie, yeah. before the credits, when she put Jan Rog back in his shit. Oh yeah. And he said, I can't go go back empty handed. And she said, you're not. You're giving them a message. We don't know if, and of course this can happen. I'm assuming it's going to happen between Captain Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. Unless they do like another prequel type thing. And it's like, oh, this is what happened while shit was going down. She was basically like, all right, you guys are good. I'm going to go kill the Supreme Intelligence. Could be. I am taking down this Kree shit going on because you guys are bad. So the Skrull could have just turned Captain Marvel on the Kree to help themselves. Could be, exactly. So it could be, yeah, it could be just turn around. Because it, it, it helps that she had mm-hmm. Jan Rog manipulate her. So maybe he was playing off of that going, yeah. you know what, this works way too our, into our advantage now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's a whole thing of like, I don't know if, I don't know if we're going to see her fighting the Kree and the Supreme Intelligence in Captain Marvel Maybe 2? Maybe Captain Marvel 2 would be I, the one for that. I think tell a different story. Like, have it be an off screen of like, okay, that happened. Because I'm assuming we're going to get a little bit of backstory in Endgame about, hey, what's going on? Because post credit scene, I don't know about you, apparently Dave knew it was coming, which I was kind of like, Dave, I know you're watching. Um, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, Dave. Um, I thought they would not They would wait to introduce Captain Marvel in actual Endgame, but I would think so. But they, hey, they give us her and the Avengers in the same room where it's funny. Of like, hey, the thing just stopped working. Oh, is it working? And then turn around, it's like, holy shit, there she is. Someone's in here already. <laughs> exactly. Like, and that's another thing of what are we going to get with the backstory there? Because obviously yeah. the Avengers, someone's got to set something her. up. Because she asks, like, where's Nick Fury? So mm-hmm. they're going to tell her what happens. And she's obviously going to tell them what she's been up to. Exactly. Well, also, they're going to want. You're going to get like a lay down of the backstory of like, how do you know Fury? Mm-hmm. At least in like exactly. a short verbal way. And so they're going to interrogate each other. Mm-hmm. What did you? Is there anything from the movie that you want to hit? Um, let's see. We got to finally. I, I was a little like we talked about it in the car. Mm-hmm. A little like I don't want to say miffed necessarily mm-hmm. on how Fury lost his eye. But then you go, he, like, he tells a different way of how he... Yeah. I Part of me wanted it to be super epic. Yeah, I did, and too. it just wasn't. No. Like, I wanted it to be, like, the whole thing of, like... And I think that's our fault. For having Not that like high of an expectation. Not like you and I, but, like, everybody of, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see how he loses his eye. This was just Marvel trolling us, I want to say. Yeah, it like, makes uh, sense. Hey, fanboys, you thought I was going to be something special. <laughs> Joke's on you. Cat scratch to the eye. It wasn't oh, a cat. Oh, it's getting fine. It's a flurkin. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a cat. That's a flurkin. Get that away from me. You keep that thing away from me. It's dangerous. 
keep cuddling with love and exactly see i love that i love nick fury like nick fury as not nick fury goose i'm sorry goose yes it was a goose. top gun reference yes goose and maverick and then they when lawson called their ace i was like oh another top gun reference mm-hmm. i mean it's a freaking airplane scene so Jeez, of course like there i mean they are uh well, they are they're pilots, so yeah. Air, Air Force, Force pilots. pilots. Thank or, you. I'm sorry, Pegasus Project Pegasus pilots. Which, by the way, Air Force slash pilot. Pe- we get Project Pegasus. Pegasus. Yeah, which we haven't seen since Avengers One. We haven't seen Project Pegasus since the opening scene of Avengers One. I don't even remember that. You don't? It was on the freaking building. I completely yeah. forgot about the that. the building that they were at where they had the Tesseract. Which makes sense now. I completely Why forgot about that. Why they would have the Tesseract at Project Pegasus yep. is because of this movie. Completely forgot about that. So completely. that's one thing that I remember. Mm-hmm. Like when I got home, I was like, oh, no shit, Project Pegasus. That was from the first Avengers, and that's where the Tesseract was. So that kind of links into that. But also people are saying there's a big plot hole because of the pager as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, this is an end. I don't. Thing. This I don't like. Marvel I thing. don't like how like Feige actually kind of tried try to explain it. Because I mean, yeah. For I'm gonna bring it up for everyone. Really yeah, quick. go ahead and so, read it to them. The plot hole that people are saying, and this is why I say it's more of an end game thing than a Captain Marvel thing, mm. is because we knew about the um, plot hole since End Game. Because we haven't seen Captain Marvel like since her movie, but now that her movie comes out. We finally get like reasoning of like she adapts the pager and goes, "Hey, don't use it unless it's a real emergency." Yeah. She just say that. But when asked about it in an interview by Backslash Film, Feige was asked point blank about the pager issue, um, citing a scene towards the end of Captain Marvel. Feige did the best he could to clear up the perceived plot hole using inverse logic, and here was his exact quote: "Well, I'd say two things." One, she does say it's got to be a real emergency, right? That one I agree with. Yeah. The other thing I'd say is how do you know he never hit it? How do we know he never pushed it before? We've never seen him push it before. That doesn't mean he never did. And part of me goes, all right, yes, you're right. But the first thing I thought of was it it kind of came off as that – childish argument of like well yeah this didn't happen well how do you know it didn't happen it see, could have happened yeah i see i don't like how he explained it i think the better way of going around say like explaining it would have been you know what you didn't need it like let's start with phase 1 mm-hmm. first 5 movies you didn't need that because you had those introduction to heroes those heroes were taking care of that Argu- not big enough to say let me call captain marvel in i will say Arguably, the yeah. villain of Avengers 1, the Shatari, arguably That's movie could, six. No, I'm talking about the uh, first Avengers movie. I know. I'm saying yeah. the first six, first five movies, yeah, you didn't need it. Yeah, you're not going to call it. But I'm Number saying Number six Avengers, was a, uh, there was the potential. And maybe he like, and this is all would have been off camera. He, mm-hmm. th- he may have thought about it. But then it's like, let me see what my heroes can exactly. do. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say of like. Arguably, that's a villain where it's like, hey, maybe I need Captain Marvel, but oh, wait, I put this protocol together. Let's see. Like, if I call in Captain Marvel, just to save this the protocol day. ain't going to work. Exactly. I just used her. So that's the first film. Ultron, that's more of a, like, Earth-based thing. Exactly. It's like, you guys fucked up. Fix it. Yeah. It's not like, and it's not like a global thing. It's like, oh, one city is. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I mean, it could have been global. It could have been global. But I didn't think that is a big emergency. Then Civil War is just them fighting, fighting each, each other. other. You had uh, Thor Rag, no, not Thor Ragnarok. Go the uh, one and especially before. that was the a Dark World where... could have like maybe, but he's like, okay, Thor's taking care of that. Yeah. Um, Tony Stark's taking care of AIM, and actually, all those were all happening in like at, almost at the same yeah. time. So he was busy with the Winter Soldier Which stuff. Also. Which is true, but is also if all these are going on like kind of at the same time, mm-hmm. how do you call her? Which one do you pick? Which exactly. you call her in for? See, all of these answers that we're given right now, I like more than the answer that he. Yeah, gave. no, I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like how he he came about it. Now we're both talking with our hands. We're both hitting our hands because it's like, Feige, come on, man. 
You're supposed to be our supreme ruler. You're, you're supposed to have this. In Feige, we trust. You're supposed to have this, and you just gave the five-year-old argument. Yeah. Well, you didn't see it not happen. Because, like, I was I was only going to look at the big team-up movies, because really, those are the ones that are, like... Oh, I'm just, going, big, all, yeah. I'm just going over every movie now. Well, and for me, like, my argument is, if it's a solo film, arguably... Yeah. Solo film, smaller villain. So it's an isolated you incident. And you don't, you don't necessarily call them in, but like the only one I was, I was just giving an example. Yeah. The only one you may have called her in mm-hmm. for was the Thor stuff the that had- Yeah, the Dark World, because you had Malekith, something from yeah. space coming in. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know what? Thor, Thor handle it. I'm like, I'm going to- Fury may have like gotten a glimpse of it and said, I'm going to let Thor handle it. Mm-hmm. If it gets worse, then I can call her in. Um, after Ant-Man, you're not going to bother with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians was in space, so we don't have to worry about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what comes after that? Well, I was going to say, with me, we already gave the Avengers one. Yeah. We already talked about Ultron. Um, Ant-Man had nothing to do with Nick Fury. Nope. Um, Guardians really had nothing to do with Nick Fury. Exactly. Guardians one. Then in Phase 3, like I said, Civil War, they're fighting between themselves. Yeah. Doctor Strange, Nick Fury wasn't involved with that. Nope. Guardians 2, Nick Fury wasn't involved with that. Spider-Man Homecoming, you're not going to call her in to defeat the Vulture. No. Like, come on. No. Um, Thor Ragnarok had nothing to do with Nick Fury. Exactly. Black Panther had nothing to do with Nick Fury, I would say. Very little could have been tied. Except for the end. If, very, very little could have been tied in. Yeah. Um, then... Because that was mostly Wakanda's problem. Then the only one is Avengers Infinity War, but let's be honest. Nick Fury didn't know what was going on until the very end when... Everyone starts disappearing. already hap- happened. Yeah. And that was... Pre- like, think about it this way, too. And this is a better answer... I would have liked from Kevin Feige. I would have just basically said, I'm Kevin Feige, ask that question. Ask me the same question, by the way. Just uh, rephrase it any way you want, but ask me the question like I'm Ke- Kevin why, Feige. Why didn't he call Captain Marvel before? Well, you know, it's very easy why he didn't call Captain Marvel to this point, and that's because he only had one pop. Like, when we made the movie and she said at the end that it's got to be a real emergency, it's kind of like, think back to your mom. Your mom tells you, all right, I'm going to be at work. Don't call me unless it's a real emergency. Everything that happens, you're going to think, should I press it? And then, no, he didn't think about pressing it until Infinity War. Like we said, he, he may it's have... a better way of saying what he just said. There's like two Although times... Although I kind of said what he just said. <laughs> there may, like, like we said, there may mm-hmm. have been like two, three times... It in w- the whole MCU so or far. Or he just could have said it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. It wouldn't well, have made saying. sense like in our plans. Two, three times that mm-hmm. he could have, like, it could have warranted maybe of pressing it. Mm-hmm. But, like, we we explained. First Avengers, he wanted to see his team, if his team could do it. Yep. Um, Thor the Dark World, mm-hmm. it's a solo movie. Plus, he's thinking Thor's got it. And what yeah. was the third one? Before Infinity Wars, we said could be it. You said... Um, Black Panther. No, I don't. No, as we said, Black Panther was an isolated incident. But Fury was like, Fury could have been tied into that, but he had really nothing to do with like, hey, I need to. That's what I think the third one was. The third one was, well, Black Panther was isolated, but I could see how Fury could be tied into it. Yeah, we said the Fury yeah. could be tied in, but he's not going to call Captain Marvel for that. Because for sure. like, I think, I think that's what it is. Like that's exactly. What it was. Yeah. Those were the three with the Black Panther kind of being that third. Because, like, Spider-Man Homecoming, no. Thor Ragnarok, no. And then it's Infinity War. Exactly. Then by that time, for Ant-Man and the Wasp, he's snapped. Yeah, and to be fair, like... No, no, no. During Ant-Man and the Wasp, he's not snapped. He's not snapped until the... Ant-Man and the Wasp sort of are, like... Same time, Infinity Wars and Ant-Man and the Wasp. At the same time, yeah. At the same time. So that's why Mm -hmm. at the end, after credit scene... You see the three of them disappear. But he's dealing with his own shit during even during Infinity War and during Ant-Man and the Wasp. Exactly. Nick Fury's on his mm-hmm. own thing, which is why— Him and Robin. Exactly. Him and Robin. <laughs> uh, that's why uh, you see at the end everyone's disappearing. Yeah, he goes, okay, maybe this is the time I call her. Yeah, like, oh, shit is hitting the fan. Here's when I— like When people think, start randomly turning to dust. Because think of it that way. I will put the pager in your hand. You, If you told me I got one pop— 
you wouldn't use it until you absolutely felt your back was against the wall. I'm sorry. If I saw what Nick Fury saw at the end of Infinity War, people, I would sit and if I just saw my friend Maria Hill ghost away, yeah, I think I too would be like, all right, this is where I hit the button. This is time to – and that's why I – and to me – now seeing Captain Marvel and hearing her say it's got to be a real emergency yeah. makes his line of motherfucker so much more impactful. Mm-hmm. Because, like, think about it. He's had this one pop. You only get Spider-Man, you only get one. You <laughs> Everybody only gets get one. one. And he's been saving it. It's been his trump card. If his back is ever against the wall, I can pop this. Captain Marvel, here she comes to save the day. Little Mighty Mouse for you. Yep. Um, she can swoop in, save the day, and when he finally gets to that chance, he disappears. Mm-hmm. To where, great, she's going to come here, and I'm not going to be here to help her get the intel that she needs. Yep. Like, that is what, and Kevin Feige, I get what you're trying to do. I think what we just came up with with a little bit better and a little bit better. And the, your your not, short answer not was good too. Not saying that we do things often better than Kevin Feige, but uh, this is one where. And that's another thing too. I will say, and mm-hmm. someone will throw this out in the comment section. When you're in an interview and maybe someone popped him with that, like they popped him with that question, and you're not ready for it. Sometimes thinking on the fly. Yeah, I agree. You just got to get through it. Um, we've had some thought behind this. Yeah, we did have some. To be fair, we had some thought. Maybe it was a surprise kind for him. That's. I feel like that's one of those answers you kind of ready. Because mm-hmm. someone, I feel like, oh, now we introduced the pager. Well, why hasn't he? Why hasn't he called it before? I feel like that's an answer. Is like someone's going to ask you that question at some point. Mm-hmm. One of those answers you kind of have at least slightly ready. Yeah. Is there anything you think we haven't touched that we need to touch in this? Uh, um, maybe we should talk more about the movie. The actual movie? <laughs> the actual well, movie. This, instead. This, <laughs> this is one where, I'm sorry, spoiler mode for us has is been just a... basically where they could jump on. And I feel like if you're a true Marvel fan yeah. and you're coming to this, like, if you've already seen the movie at this point, mm-hmm. you're not looking for, oh, this is what they did well. This is what they didn't. That's what non-spoilers for. Yeah, that's this true. This is for all the like for Marvel. It's all the theories. I'm just saying, and all there's the, like, probably other things in the movie we can talk about a little bit. more. I mean, it was filled with '90s references. The one I was talking about earlier, TLC. Yeah. As soon as waterfalls hits, I said out loud, "Don't go chasing waterfalls, guys. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Just stick to the rivers." Uh, oh shoot, I'm missing the rivers and the lakes that uh, you're used to. You're used to. That's what it is. Damn man, that's a good song. Is a really good a song. Good but I mean, Kevin Smith got teary-eyed on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Stanley cameo. The Stanley cameo that I didn't think was a strong enough cameo until I went back and looked at stuff. And was like, oh, no shit. He was reading the mall rats. What was he saying, though? He was practicing his line. Yeah, I know. But what line was it? I it forgot. Was, I don't know. It was something from mall rats. I don't remember the exact line. Um, but nice. I didn't think it was strong enough at first because she just kind of looked at him. And then walk Pulled his by. thing down and then. Mm-hmm. To where I mean, mm. speaking of that, you know what was the best thing? Huh? The freaking Marvel Studios thing. At oh, the beginning where yeah, I'm like, oh, my instead heart. of showing like all the different Avengers movies like they've been doing, it was all the showing scenery. all of his cameos. Cameos. Appearances. Pic- appearances. Pictures with cast members. Because mm-hmm. I saw like on one of the side of the letters, it was a him and Robert Downey Jr. together. Yeah. And other ones just like. Him in interviews and stuff like that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> yeah. My heart hurts. And we're going to do it again in April. Oh, you God. Know there's going to be, because that's going to be his very last cameo. Uh, is that the last one? I, so, I know they said they filmed a few I of them. I believe that's his last one. Oh. I, I believe, mean, it's fitting, but it's I believe sad. that's the very last cameo, unless Spider-Man Homecoming will be his last. I feel like that would be fitting, though, to make that the last cameo. Avengers Endgame? Yeah. I think so, too. I think, because uh, that's oh. the end of the tent, the... The oh, well, eleven year cycle now. I'm going to bring that up because yeah. that was an interesting conversation as we were going to the movie, and because I want to get their opinion on it as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. So Dave brought up to us. I didn't even see it, by the way. Um, but Dave asked us before we actually went to see the movie how we felt about Marvel using Stan Lee's Twitter mm, to yeah, promote Captain that. Marvel. I mean, I'm not a fan. Of the concept of that, just because it's like, it's, 
I don't know. It's a little too. What's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, capitalist, in a sense, is that I, that might be the wrong term. So it's actually a few tweets. Um, so from um, what I'm looking at is, let me see the exact day. Um, why can I not remember? Wow, December twenty eighth. Oh, it was November twelfth. Um, so they have been tweeting from Stan Lee's account since his death. Like it, it. Wow. This is not something that's like randomly they popped up. It's usually been like a, um, like on February fourteenth. Here's three sweet throwback Thursday t- treats to celebrate hashtag Valentine's Day, or like a another one that is. Um, wow. Uh, why were Stan and then President George W. Bush laughing in this photo taken in 2008 when Stan received the National Medal of Arts? It was something Stan said naturally. Hashtag President's Day. Um, so usually they've had something to do with like either a flashback Friday okay. or with Stan Lee. Like they have been tweeting like I'll just go back to that Valentine's Day one. February 14th, 15th. The 18th, the 21st, 22nd, so like important 25th, days. 28th. There's one here that um, they link an article that says, looking back, the first appearance of Captain America on the big screen. And it says, Captain America is celebrating a notable silver screen milestone this year. Any guesses as to what it is? Hashtag TBT, throwback Thursday. Um, so like it's special things like that, like hashtag okay. read across America See, day. I was upset when they did it cause I thought they just did it to promote the movie. The ones that to promote the movie were March 6th. There was, um, from the real Stanley mm-hmm. article. Um, so it's from his website. The Captain Marvel world premiere takes flight in Hollywood. It says Captain Marvel landed in Hollywood this past Monday for the movie's premiere. Read more about the event below. And then the one from the seventh was pictures of Stanley Marvel Comics, and it it says an evening with Stanley Marvel Comics seminar three thirty Polar X, and then it has some like um, undergrads free, and it's got some pictures of Captain Marvel Comics and stuff. And the tweet says Stan began writing comics in the nineteen forties. But his fame didn't skyrocket until the 60s. Here's a few ads promoting his early university appearances from the Stan Lee papers at the Arch at AHC WYO. Read about the impendence behind his earliest speaking engagements here, therealstanley.com. See, okay, Dave didn't, Dave just explained it. As they were using it using it the movie, yeah, no. Now that I know they're doing it, I'd say he'd be fine with that. Well, I would think he would be, but well, without even this deep dive, my first answer was no. I'm not upset with it. No, and you guys were like, what? Why? And I was like, because Stan Lee would want people to go see this movie. That's true. Like to Stan Lee, that's what he would want, and with Stan Lee, it. I didn't know him personally. It could have been about the money. He could have been behind doors. Hey, we got to get money because I want to be been. rich. You're right. Could have been. I Probably didn't know. know him personally, but from the person that he put himself out to be to the public, it seemed like more of a hey, I want everyone to see these movies, see these characters that brought me enjoyment writing them. So I want to, you That's to true. enjoy it reading and watching them. See, I like it a little bit better, though, because I feel like I just didn't want the capitalist twist on there, where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, go see this movie because it's blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, they're doing a nice way of going about it. They're even doing, they're like keeping his Twitter feed alive, though, is mm-hmm. the thing that they're also doing. Yeah. Which to me helps with the, okay, it's not stri- strictly about capitalism. Mm. Keep his image alive. Exactly. Too. That's what they're doing. Keeping his image and keeping, when I say Twitter feed, I meant his image. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, well, I mean, now it's all digital, the digital yeah. universe. But they're keeping Stanley's his, like you said. Stanley's going to be like uh, Ian Zola, and he's just going to be a computer screen one day. 
Oh, Arnim Zola? Yeah, ho- hopefully he's got better graphics than I hope Zola so. I mean, did. we got better. We got a lot that better green, things. Than... That green, like, pog, like, screen. Yeah. We got, like, the silhouette, green and black yeah. silhouette of the face. Uh-huh. Like, ooh, we have better tech for this. Why has no one gone down, down there to help him with that? Because no one knows he's there. Uh, there's a few. There's a few. Red Skull, he's dead. Um, Red Skull's dead, but I think, uh, oh, God, I forgot the agent's name that knew. Sitwell. Yeah, Sitwell. Um, Sidwell, whatever the fuck his name. Any is. other things you think we should mention with this movie that you actually here? It's the thing, yeah. Because you were like, we didn't talk about the movie enough. <laughs> we didn't talk about movie much. What do you want to mention about the actual um, movie? I'm trying to think. Um, we talked. Did we talk about? We talked about the twist, right? Mm-hmm. The twist was the first thing we talked about. Yeah, it was. I'm trying to think if there's anything. It was a. Li- <laughs> and here's why. Another thing. Of why when you bring up let's talk about the movie. Oh, this is what we'll end it with yeah. before we get in our show stealer. Yeah, let's just the reason why with a Marvel movie like this We don't need to it's there's... hard to talk about the actual movie in spoiler mode is because of what I mentioned in non spoiler mode. Because this was so like here's the Marvel Cookie formula, cover. it's like what, you want us to talk about quips that we've already like these jokes aren't rehashed. They've seen but it's though. like it's humor that you expect from a Marvel film. Not to mention, um, I was thinking about it when I said that. It's like, they've seen this movie already, so we don't need to walk them exactly. through it. Exactly. And at this point, like, non-spoiler mode is us talking, and it's like, okay, I'm assuming some of you haven't seen it, so I want to talk about, like, some things about the movie. Um, in this case, we didn't go in the too Vegas far sense there we can. because of the Marvel formula. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, I'm assuming everyone in spoiler mode. I'm hoping. He, Either is has seen the movie, is a Marvel fan who I don't care. I'm gonna see it eventually, and I don't feel like like I feel like it's two camps. Already seen the movie, and either I can't see it yet. I'm a real big comic book fan. I don't care if it's spoiled because it's going to be spoiled by the time I get to True. that see movie. It. Plus, I warn you. So if you're in spoiler mode, and you didn't think about it. I warn you about. Hey, yeah, you do. We're we, gonna go into it. But yeah, I just feel like with this one, Brie Larson, I will say, played up a little bit. Where mm-hmm. I was not expecting her to be, and I wasn't expecting her to be as good as what I got. Where like, yeah. man, some of the lines oh, she delivered to Nick Fury yet. was like the one you were mentioning before the podcast with the shield logo on the hat. Yeah, she would deliver some lines. It's like, all right, That's Captain good. Marvel got a little bit of punch to her. You got dick. some sass. Oh, you didn't explain the mm-hmm. resting bitch face thing. Oh. Yeah, that's that, the one I want. I so just try to remember the whole thing is so from the beginning, like she wakes up and like the very beginning, it it's like starts with she this. has a nightmare. She goes to see Jan Rog and you could tell this is a usual thing. Maybe yep. like and they even pointed out where it might have just been what she was used to even on Earth because mm-hmm. she mentioned with um oh, uh, what was her name? The other air pilot um photon. It was her um jet name um, i'm trying to think not monica monica you said it was a little monica, kid. monica's mom i don't remember monica's mom um she basically was like yeah you used to come over and wake me up at the crack of dawn because you couldn't sleep then either um so that kind of threw a reference like oh maybe that's so this just... is like almost a norm for her yeah. to some to some degree but think about it like you don't know where you came from you know you're not Cree. Yeah. You know that you're not Cree. You don't know where you came well, from. Well, actually, in the beginning, you're, she thought she was still Cree. You're having, but you're having these flashbacks and doubts about a secret life. I too would not be smiling all the time if that shit was going on in my head. That internal war of fighting your fighting your actual memories, but not thinking they're your memories because you're believing what someone else fed you as memories. Mm-hmm. So there's like all of that. Plus on top of it, when she gets captured by Talos the first time and he, the thing that was really freaky yeah, was when it's like, and it was real cool from our end, but it was like, she talks to Lawson, Lawson walks away and it's like, all right, do it again. And you could tell she's like, He's telling her what to do, like, look down, focus, focus. But you can tell she's, like, realizing, like, wait, what, what's going on here? Like, why is this just playing over and over until eventually she fights it and breaks out and of wakes that up. hypnotic kind of thing that they were pumping in 
to her head. I just thought that by seeing the first trailers, by not knowing anything about the film, of course she's going to have resting bitch face and not be smiling because of everything that has been going on leading up to that. Plus, when she was walking up the stairs, everyone was like, oh, when she's in the subway. Well, in the movie, she just got done chasing down a Cree. Yep. You're not going to be smiling after nope. that. So, I mean, that's where it's like maybe the whole, hey, maybe Brie Larson should smile thing got blown out of proportion. And that's where I'm like, yeah, I would have resting bitch face, too, if I had to go oh, yeah. through all that. If you got, like, n- no memory of your past and you're having these flashbacks mm-hmm. of, like, you're fighting yourself because you're being told, oh, those are those are nothing for how six years. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you're going to have resting bitch face because you're like, constantly struggling in your head. She just has, Captain Marvel just has a really good serious face. Exactly. And she's like, re, like the way I want to think about it is like Ronda Rousey in the UFC where it's like you watch interviews with Ronda Rousey and she's got like a bubbly personality. <laughs> yeah. But like when she's in that UFC octagon, fucking stone face, I'm going to kill you, murder you, beat you to a bloody pulp. And that's the thing. thing is like when the she intimidator, she did have a smile when she made little quips, but yep. like when she was concentrating stone face, especially oh, slap the mic, especially the part where uh, she asks Nick Fury all these questions and then, well, how do I know you're not a Cree? <laughs> Photon blast doesn't answer my question. Well, Cree can't do Photon blast. And I'm supposed how to take I your word that? for that. Yeah, exactly. That was, <laughs> he just looks, what was that? Yeah, that doesn't help me at all. But Johnny, Let's jump into the last thing that we do here on our movie reviews, and that is where we give our show stealer and then our ultimate rating of, did you decide what we're going to give it out of? Uh, five what? Let's give it out of five scroll. Five scrolls. So we're going to- We have no to, idea where they're at right now. We're going to go ahead and give it out of five scroll, but before that, we are going to give our show stealer, and here, I'm actually going to let you go first. Give your, give your show stealer after I give mine. I have a question for you after we give both of ours, but you go first. I'm going to go Brie Larson, Carol Danvers, Vers, and Captain Marvel. Knew it. Yeah. I knew you were going to Why? It's, it's, I mean, for one, the movie's all about her, but I think she did the part really well. Um, especially like we explained just a few minutes ago to be like to show actually like. The motions behind forgetting mm-hmm. all this stuff, and then slowly throughout the movie realizing, oh my god, I actually had a life here. Oh my god, I've been lied to. The emotions that went with that, but holding it really well, I think she did a really good job with Captain Marvel. No, and yeah, I liked. It wasn't a thing where hey, Brie Larson was a horrible pick for Captain Marvel. I actually enjoyed her. Plus, exactly when she was giving those quips, it was it was like she delivered yes, them well. I'm still serious. But she delivered them well and let them kind of stick yeah. um, with everything. I'm actually going to shock – I'm going to shock some people with mine because um, really there were three I could have given it to. Mm-hmm. One was Brie Larson because she did a great job as Captain Marvel. The second one is Samuel L. Jackson because arguably I think he did a better job than Brie Larson True. in this film. But the guy I'm going to give it to, and it should be a shock to some, but not to all, is Ben Mendelsohn for his take on Talos. And the reason why I am giving it to Ben Mendelsohn is because, so, originally I was going to give it to good old Samuel L. Jackson. Sammy J. But the thing I was thinking was there were some lines with Talos to where I'm like... He's he's got some. It was basically ever since the scene where he eavesdropped on him mm-hmm. in uh, the Louisiana house. Yeah. From there to the end of the movie, he took the show stealer from me and was just running with it. Because from there to the end of the movie, he did a really he good really job. Grew into his own and was like, "Yeah, I like this character." When he finally had a chance to, because exactly. he didn't have a big chance to beforehand. Also, another Easter egg. You know how he came in and he's slurping that cup? Yeah, it's from... uh, It's Pulp Fiction. It's the exact same cup that Nick Fury is drinking, like, same design. Yep. That Nick Fury... Yet again, another 90s movie. Yep. That 
Samuel Weren't there Jackson a few Pulp Fiction uh, references in there? I feel like there were that I'm not getting off the top of my head. I'm um, not going to off the top of my head. We'll have a... I actually looked at that. Wait. We'll have another discussion about that probably <laughs> another time. Screw it. We'll have it right oh, okay, now. Okay, we'll have it now. I'm going to look it up I don't right know if you're now. Gonna look it I looked up... Well, okay. I looked up an article that had a ton of Easter eggs. Um, and I just want to go through them really... We'll pause this real quick. Um... So here's every Easter egg and secret reference to see if you caught them. Okay. I didn't catch them. Probably these. not. Number one, the Stan Lee cameo or cameos. Um, we caught that one. Let's see. Was there a ca- Oh, the mall rats thing. They're saying cameos for that because it's a double thing. The Supreme Intelligence, I guess, was sort of an Easter egg because they mentioned it um, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Ronan mentioned it because he was also in this movie. Yep. Captain Marvel gets her movie Mohawk. So we saw that at the end when she went, I think it's, what, Supernova? Um, The actual last Blockbuster video store was in that. Plus, in the Blockbuster store, the best thing was the movies on the rack. Guess what was on the rack that I told you about that I saw right over, it was her right shoulder. It would have been the Hulk to our with, left. Uh, Lou Ferrigno? No. No? Hook. The Robin Williams Oh, you said Hook, Hook that's movie. right. I thought, you said, I thought you said, that's right. I thought you said Hulk no, first and then you said Hook. Hook. The Robin Williams Hook movie was on the shelf. And I was like, yes, that would have been in Blockbusters. That's true. I guess there was a True Lies tribute that I did not catch. Um, uh, that was another one where it was the... Um, viewers might think that the film chose to populate the shelves of blockbuster videos were selected basically period on release date. And that is partly true, but it's true lies that gets a standout moment. So I guess it was also behind her mm. on the shelf. True lies, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, the right stuff gets a shout out. Another nineties movie. Oh, that's the movie she picked up, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, writer Kelly Sue uh, DeConnick's cameo. So I guess the writer of Captain Marvel got a cameo huh. in the movie. Um, then this Captain Marvel is a Skrull too, sort of. Um, and I'm just going straight through the article. Her call sign of Avenger. They got thrown in at the end. Yep. Yeah, there's a ton of these, so I'm not going to go through all of them. No. <laughs> um, the Protector's Initiative, I guess, is from the comics. The alien cat is from the comics, so some of these, and also Lawson, the original Marvel. But yeah, my show stealer is Ben Mendelsohn. Mm-hmm. Um, really came into himself by the end of the film. Here's, I can't blame you for that. Here's the question I want to ask to you, though. Yes. Is so because of what we've done here. Usually, you give a show stealer, I give a show stealer, but for this movie, should we make a special? consideration and pull Nick Fury onto the platform with Ben Mendelsohn and Brie Larson or say no because it's only two. I say this movie, we we do that. Because so we're going so to pull them up onto the, onto the platform. It's a dual vote. And give three. Well, and that's why I'm asking you because I'm okay with it. If you are okay with it as well, then I say let's go. If you were for sure saying nope, Let's keep him aside. Then he would only get an honorable mention. But for this one alone, let's pull him up on there. Executive order. So okay, all three are going to get a show stealer. All three only because we're you and I are both pulling him up. Yes. Either of us were against that, then it would be a work. no, so, and he'd just be an honorable mention. So here's how it works. My show stealer is Ben Mendelsohn. Johnny's is Brie Larson, and then a special show stealer that we are making special for this that we do on some movies is we are pulling Samuel L. Jackson to get a show stealer as well. So three show stealers for this movie. And then Johnny, take it away. What's your score? My score? It's going to be a little uh, morbid non thing. I'm getting 4.5 scrolls. Wow. That is high. I didn't get a five like I do most Marvel movies. I know, but that is, like, I feel like that is high. For you, maybe. I mean, based off of like... So the movies that we've seen so far, mm-hmm. Glass, Elite Battle Angel, How to Train Your Dragon, and now Captain Marvel, you have not given anything under a four this year. Yeah. You've given, and it's funny. I've enjoyed all the movies. You've given it four, 4.5, four, 
4.5. So that means keep the pattern we, going. So that means if if we see Wonder Park next week, yeah. you're going to give it a 4. <laughs> and that means Dumbo's going to get a 4.5 and Shazam's going to get a 4, but then Hellboy's going to get a 4.5 and Avengers is only going to get a 4 from Johnny. No, Avengers is going to be a 5. We already Avengers know that. Avengers Endgame is going to get a 2 from Johnny. I, I kind of want to throw something at you right now just for saying that. <laughs> but We my, all know that's not going to happen. Yeah, go ahead. So with mine, I'm actually going to – oh, see, I am torn on what I want. Because was it a great movie? No, so it's not a five. Was it a bad movie? No, it's not a one. Or I'm sorry, was it a terrible movie? No, it's not a one. Was it a bad movie? No, it's not a two. So that leaves four and three for me. Yeah. So – a three is just over the median, where the median for us is two and a half. That yeah. is right in the middle. And, 50%. And a four, let me see. I'm going to pull my calculator out because, you know, math, I haven't done it in my four head. Four would be 80%. School. Is that 80? Yeah, you're right. 80%. I don't need no calculator, and I didn't go to school for that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking <laughs> here. Because here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking either a 3.5 or a 4, and I don't know which way I want to lean. I'm actually going to give it a 3.5 okay. out of 4. And the reason why I'm giving it a 3.5 out of 4 is because I feel like the only negative for this movie, or the biggest negative for this movie if you can look at it as a negative, because earlier on I said it's not a negative at all, is the Marvel formula. If you are not okay with that formula or not okay with them not taking any risks in this movie, not pushing the envelope is all, just saying, hey, we're going to stay in our corner here for this movie. We're going to do the things we do well. We're going to make you entertained. We're not going to kind of cross the line. It was a good movie. But I just I felt like afterwards I've seen like oh, I've seen this before. It's I'm okay with it. I'm happy with it. It was a good movie. Brie Larson did a great job. Samuel Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn. That's why I gave him my show stealer. Mm-hmm. But it just wasn't anything special. I'll say it's like the it's it's the I feel like this is the same thing that happened for Black Panther for me is going to happen with this one where like for Dave, Dave walked out of black Panther. Oh my God. This movie was amazing. You look at the rotten tomatoes, like fan scores. It's the highest scoring Marvel movie of all of them. But I sat there and I was like, it wasn't an amazing, it was a good movie, but it wasn't anything amazing. I feel like this is the same way where I wonder if people, and of course there's, Shade being thrown around because the Shazam fanboys are being dicks. Yeah, they um, are. And kind of going against Captain Marvel. But I feel like there's going to be a contingency where just because Captain Marvel's a female hero, boom, it's a 10 out of 10. It was a great movie. It's like, no, it, she did good. Captain Marvel, I liked the character they portrayed. It's not like I hate that. But I just walked out and was like, eh, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. I Did I explain my 4.5? Go just, ahead. Okay. The reason I'm so high to you. In case you did, you, you get it twice. Because I, I, I don't remember if I even explained you it really. You probably didn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because we usually jump to you. Um, well, you know, the, the host of the show. The hostess with the mostest. You know what I'm saying? You know the show wouldn't <laughs> work without me. It would not work at all without you. And I am so glad you are here. Because the shit wouldn't even be here either. Please, please don't leave me. <laughs> But go ahead. Um, my four point five, and yeah, you said it was pretty high. Is because you mm. know what? I I feel like the any negatives, and to me, the cookie cutter is not a negative because you know what? I get them doing it for their first hero of you're, each time. You're also a Marvel fanboy. I am a Marvel fanboy. That does play into it. Yes, I will admit that. But it's because to me, the cookie cutter doesn't bother me because I get it from even like the the movie business sense. Mm-hmm. Because this is a new in- character you're introducing. You've kind of used up your main characters too because you're starting to peel off into the outer into the not the outer outer of Marvel characters but mm-hmm. the the outer side of them so like Captain Marvel not as many people know who Captain Marvel is so and then not to mention this is Marvel's first solo female superhero movie so you're gonna want to play it safe and that's why to me it's not a negative thing and also any of the small negatives out are outweighed by how good the movie was to me 
Mm-hmm. Like, I really enjoyed watching this movie. Was it the best Marvel movie? Absolutely not. I, there's plenty of them. I watched Thor Ragnarok at least 30 times mm-hmm. or more. Well, and and that's another thing Excuse where me. I'm going to have this conversation here at the end of this podcast, although it has nothing to do with Captain Marvel. Yeah. It has everything to do with how we do reviews. Yes. So I was listening to um, Kind of Funny Games cast this week. Yeah. And I was listening to their, I guess they did an Anthem review the first time. And then they were talking about like an updated Anthem review, which is okay. a video game. And the thing that Greg on that podcast was saying, like, yes, we put review in the title, but he's like, we don't give like a traditional review of like, you go to IGN, you go to Screen Rant for movies, mm-hmm. and you get their like layout of like, this is what they did good, this is what they did bad, here's our score, here's why. Um, but they just kind of do what we do, have a conversation, talk about things. They don't even give a score at the end. Oh wow! They okay. just kind of talk about it and then... Should you play it Should or you not? buy it? Should you not? And the thing that Greg said, and it's entirely true, and that's why this whole week, I've had, and me and you have talked about this before. After VidCon last year, I went to a panel that was like um, the guy who did the, like, I think it's like um, Dame, Dan Dames or something like that. The guy who did the Five Guys Burger reviews okay. and does the food reviews. There's a book one. Um, the YouTuber that does, um, like music album reviews. I went to a panel with them because I was like, that could help us with our movie reviews. And one of the questions was, do you give a rating at the end? And some were like, yes, I do. But then there were others like the one that kind of reviewed books and stuff. Yeah. Was like, no, I don't want to give it like a five out of five because my experience, like this movie, my experience from seeing this movie is going to be different than their experience. It's going to be different from your experience and it kind of goes in hand of like should you give the five out of five should you not but also for you guys watching you also have to know who your reviewer is and that's why for you i don't throw out the well you're a marvel fanboy as a bad thing oh i know it's to also like that plays into it to like where someone yeah john is gonna really like this because he is the Marvel guy. Not to mention, I want to throw it out there, too. Mm-hmm. What The reason I did ask about the Marvel cookie cutter is because yeah. the way I review movies, I don't look at the kind of why I don't like why they like mm-hmm. pan out and look at, OK, this is how the movie was set up. Yeah. I watch the details and I see how the storyline plays out. Mm-hmm. I don't care about. If they set up a cookie cutter, if it's I mean, gen- do I Can I look at it that way? I can. I don't with, like to. I like to see the little, like, finer story. With me, this one was only obvious because of how many Marvel movies we've seen. That's true. That's the only way. That's the only reason, like, halfway through, I was like, all right. This is the, like, in, during the movie, I went, all right, the Marvel formula. And I just went on. Yeah. Like, I didn't fight it in my brain well, or anything. It was just like, okay. That's what, I know what track we're on. Ron seemed a little more myth that it was the Marvel f- formula yeah. from what his tone was. That's why I'm bringing it, saying it that way. I I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I I got that vibe wrong when he brought it up. Maybe I didn't have like, and that's why I kept saying it's not a huge issue to me. I just noticed it, but yeah, like, and that's another thing. Like, we give the review of like the numbers because I like that personally. Like yeah. a. What did you think of the movie? And I know there's people out there that are like, great, you told me I should go see it, but I want to know what your grade is for this movie. That's why I've always kept us to the out of five system. But like I said, I listened to that podcast and I went, you know what? They're right. Where it's just, you got to know your reviewer. Exactly. Um, And like, that's why I threw out like for you in this one, Marvel. Wait till we get to Shazam. Guess what? I'm probably going to love it and want to give it a five. His is probably going to be higher than mine at that exactly. point. Because I, it's a DC movie. I don't know. That movie. We're, we're talking about it on the podcast I'm a little, this week. That movie looks fucking fun. Also, I'm a little looser on my gratings than you are. I'm yeah, a little. Very much. Yeah. So, like, you'll you'll be a little harsher on movies than I will. So, like, my ratings will be on the higher side. Whereas... We're like, I gave Glass a three. You gave it a four. I gave Alita a four. You gave it a 4.5. We both gave How to Train Your Dragon a, a four. four. There was nothing special with it. No. Um, and then Captain Marvel, 3.5 to 4.5. 4. 
So Glass is still my lowest movie of the year so far. So far. But there's other movies for you. So the next review I have started to do this at the end. Tentative, of course. Follow us on Twitter. Um, we'll let you know if something happens and we're not able to see a movie. But tentatively, we're looking at maybe going to see Wonder Park this upcoming Friday, depending on schedules. Um, we might see that one. For sure, though, the 29th Dumbo that weekend, we will be seeing yes. live action Dumbo because I do believe, and it's good, that there's no movie on the 22nd because you got to go ahead and I'm going to pimp out your Twitter because you got to follow War Machine 9085 because Johnny's going to be at C2E2 and hopefully posting a ton of great pictures. Hopefully posting. Or you know what you could do? I'm probably going to put them on at night. Yeah, or you know what you could do? Huh. Just text them to me and I'll throw them up there. I'll throw them on the MVP Twitter and tag Either you. way, it's not going to be till the evening. Either way. But yeah, Either you got way. there'll be pictures up on my Instagram or on the on the uh MVP Twitter. MVP at Twitter. Most pod. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Yeah, and you can always follow our Twitters. I know I'm going to start tweeting if there's like let's say Wonder Park, we say we're going to go see it Yeah. and then we end up not I'll throw out a tweet like, hey, guys, just so you know, we don't expect a Wonder Park review this yeah. week. Um, just so you're not upset. Sorry when we you get to end up not being able to see it. But I'm also going to throw this out. If there's a movie out there that you want us to review that's going to be coming up this year, let us know about it. Like, if we have we, the if, open weekend. We'll see if we can make it work. But, like, for example, if you're like, oh, I want to see this movie and it's the 5th or the 12th or the 26th of, uh, of April that – didn't come into my mind right away. No chance. Shazam, Hellboy, and Avengers are that weekend. Those, we are, got the, that those time. are the priorities. Sorry, guys. But no, if there's a movie where you're like, hey, you guys should go see this one. Go ahead and uh, review it. If we have an open week and are able to, we'll go ahead and go and review that movie for you guys. Because like, I'm going to drag Johnny to Hobbs and Shaw yeah, he is. after we saw that trailer. Because Johnny's like, I'm not a Fast and Furious guy. I'm like, Johnny. It's like when hey, what's I dra- Fast and the Furious? It's like when I dragged you to, oh, what movie was that? Oh, American Made, the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. And you were like, you know what? I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I did. It was a fun movie. Yeah. Because you're not like an action guy. Like, no, no, I'm not action movie that guy. kind of action. Like Your comic book action. Well, like I got dragged to Wolf of Wall Street when that came out. Mm-hmm. And my, then my, my you girl- You dragged me to It. You dragged yeah, me I did to drag you scary to it. movies. You're yeah. going to drag me to the, uh, Us. It too. No, us it maybe, too, but us. it too for sure. I don't know. Us, I kind of said to you, I kind of You're the one that wanted that. to see it. Yeah, that was which looks, I was thrown off looked, by. It looks freaky, like freaky scary. Freaky deaky. But uh, yeah, no. So let us know if there's any movies that you want us to review down below in the comment section. Make sure to hit us up on Patreon, patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. What were you going to say? You took a breath. No, I was young. I was young. Okay. I'm like, he took a breath. He wants to say something. But thank you guys for checking out this review of Captain Marvel. Make sure to check out our podcast as well. We had a jam-packed one. Plus, because it's March, check out our nerd madness bracket at most valuable pod is where we are going to have all the stuff for you to vote on our nerd madness. I'm not going to say it here. Go check out the video or podcast on podcast services around the world. want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening on podcast services. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.